Hey friends, it's Anjali here. It's Tuesday, June 29th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to go make Christ known in India and around the world. On Friday, July 2nd, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's word entitled God guides, God provides. God guides, God provides. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, July 2nd. Details at kevinwhite.us. We'll see you there. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Missions Changed My Life. This is Pastor Kevin. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm actually waving at you and you can see our co-host, Courtney, on the call and we are so excited to welcome jessica from india she's actually joining us via zoom from india jessica welcome to missions changed my life all right i'm excited to be here (laughs) we are excited to have you here what a great story our guests are going to get to hear of your trips to india and then you have multiple layers of how missions has changed your life. So I can't yeah. wait to hear all about that. Good to catch up with you. You've been a great supporter of Global Hope India since then, and you bear witness of just that person that takes a mission experience and makes it a lifestyle. And so mm-hmm. for that, you are our hero. We thank you for your prayers and support for Global Hope India. You certainly have ours as you're there in India. We are actually recording this in Uh, June 2021, it is not very pleasant at the moment in India, and our hearts and prayers go out to everyone suffering. We are praying for everyone to have access to know about Jesus and to have access to vaccines, uh, because we know that the USA is healed as a result of, or is in the process of healing as a result of vaccines, and we just desire that same healing for our friends in India. Jessica, how are you and your husband and your family right now in India? We are actually doing pretty well. So just trying to avoid too much going out. And our city has been in lockdown. So Mm -hmm. we're pretty restricted on when we can go out. So Mm -hmm. we've kept it really minimal. So especially for other reasons too. So Mm-hmm. You're definitely not in an urban area. Are you in a town or are you in a rural village? We're well, right now we're actually in Hyderabad. In okay. Suburbs. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see. Well, mm-hmm. cool. The story goes that Jessica and her husband and his family had COVID back in 2020 and it was mild except your father-in-law really suffered. And did he have to be hospitalized? He had some breathing trouble, so he arranged to get into a hospital and he was on oxygen for a couple days and then they just kept him until he was fully well, but he wasn't horribly serious, Mm -hmm. but it was, you know, still concerning. He was kind of scared. It's scary even in the USA, but our friends in the USA need to see and understand the luxury of really suffering in the U.S., compared to our friends and neighbors around the world, because it just unfortunately suffering goes to a whole new level. Our pastor Raja, uh, one of our partners in Hyderabad, had COVID in 2021, and he was hospitalized and on oxygen. 
And that was right before all hell broke loose and oxygen went away in India and so did human life in tragic Mm -hmm. proportions. But fortunately, your father-in-law recovered and your family's recovered. We're just grateful for the grace of God that you you beat COVID. Our family beat COVID. Your family beat COVID. And we don't take that lightly because many people that we know in India, especially, but also in the U.S. have have lost loved ones Mm -hmm. and are suffering greatly from that. And just know our prayers and thoughts are with everyone around the world. And until everyone is safe, we're going to continue to pray. We want everyone to have access to know about Jesus and access to vaccines. We invite you to pray with us about that everyone in the audience listening. Well, Courtney, thanks for being co-host. I can't wait to hear Jessica's story. So let's get started. Yeah, me neither. I, from what I've heard, I have not heard Jessica's story to those that are listening, but from what I've heard in the pre-interview, missions truly changed your life, Jessica. (laughs) I want to give a a full picture of that and really focus on your first mission trip to start out. My first question is, Before your trip to India, had you been on a mission trip? What was kind of your experience with missions in general? So prior to coming to India the first time, I'd been on maybe two or three mission trips domestically. I had never been international at the time. My first mission trip experience actually was with a youth group, and we just went to other churches and did a full production play Mm -hmm. as an outreach event that they could invite people to where we acted out the a modern day retelling of the Samaritan woman and shared the gospel. And then later I went to South Texas. At the time, my family was living in Texas, actually. I went to South Texas and worked with immigrants who, have com- who had come from South America, Central America, and we worked with the church there. So that was kind of my mission trip experience prior to going to India. I see how God probably was preparing you for what was to come because it sounds like you could use everything that you learned in India. So when was your first trip? 2013. Okay. Okay. And what was your purpose of that trip? This was interesting because we, we originally had a plan and then we changed it at the last minute. (laughs) That's actually what happened. So I was going to go with one partner and last minute we changed to a different partner, which actually ended up being I think for the best, wonderful experience. I worked with New Life. The reason why we ended up choosing that option was so that I would actually get to live with a family and experience what life is really like, you know, in a family setting. A lot of team members don't fully get the full grasp of living in another country, being immersed because we're put in hotels, which is nice. (laughs) A lot of people would be scared if you thought of some of the living conditions, but people live in them and they're joyful. And so I just, that's a huge, that's a huge difference from a lot of the interviews we've had. So I'm excited to hear about that. What was that like just living with a family? I think I've loved it. I was able to share meals with them and we had like deeper conversations about the culture and how do you bring the gospel into that culture? I felt like it was really helpful for me. You know, I really got exposed to the culture and got to ask questions and got to hear experiences. And I really love that. And I mean, the same thing happened on my second trip too, to a certain extent. But, but yeah, that was, that was really a good experience for me. What is the day-to-day life like? And what is the purpose of doing these different kinds of ministry in India? 
Yeah, and we started this show by saying that you are currently living in India. So we will get back to that full circle picture, but I do want to leave notes for the listeners of this is a really cool story coming. So the point of your trip was with your, was I guess with the first team, continue on to what you were doing and with New Life and kind of your purpose on that team, like what was the ministry aspect? So my first trip, actually, I came as an intern. It wasn't even yeah. with a team, although I met up with a team that had, I think they were, I forget exactly. I think they were in Chennai. Kevin, is that right? They, mm-hmm. There was a team in Chennai. Mm-hmm. And so I met up with them at the end and got to hear their stories. But I was on my own, <laughs> a new life. So that was a very different experience. My second trip, I worked with teams. So that was like totally different. In, in being an intern and working at New Life, initially I was going to be working in their office. I was going to be helping support their church planting side of their ministry. And then what happened is they were short on teachers in their English school and they were desperate. <laughs> and they said, please help us. <laughs> we have no teachers. <laughs> we're waiting for, I think they were waiting for some teachers that were coming from another school district they were finishing up their other contracts. And so they're kind of like in that in-between stage right at the beginning of the school year. So they were like, please help us. So I just got thrust in as like a substitute teacher. I had never done that before, but it was awesome (laughs) and crazy. And I had some really interesting experiences with that. So (laughs) yeah, that sounds awesome. One of one thing that I keep hearing and a a saying that I've heard many times is that we make plans and God laughs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it sounds like, but while he was laughing, he was, he was also exposing you to different things and allowing you to be creative in ways you may not have signed up for. Um, Yeah, which is awesome. So one quick question. Did you travel all the way to New Life by yourself? Yes. Like, Oh, well, except for the wow. train. You deserve you deserve a trophy and a half. For she that. had she had a host from the airport. Well, via yeah, the yeah. Train. I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, of course we wouldn't just leave because that sitting for no. the train. You may not have made it to New York, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I mean, kudos to you. You yes. are very brave, yes, especially for is. not having left the country up until this trip. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> That's a whole new meaning. <laughs> Hey, it's Anjali. We will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker, best-selling author, and serial entrepreneur. He has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin loves helping people everywhere to live, transform, and prosper in the presence of God. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Kevin hosts Global Hope India's International Call to Prayer the third Tuesday of each month via Zoom, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Join Kevin the first Friday of each month for a keynote message featuring a powerful word from God. This international live broadcast is available via Zoom, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Kevin's book, Audacious Generosity is an international bestseller. Audacious Generosity is available in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us at kevinwhite.us and worldwide everywhere books are sold. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's daily 1-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Generously Blessed. 
Kevin hosts three podcast shows, Missions Changed My Life, Living the Dream, and The Kevin White Show. And The Kevin White Show. New episodes release every Tuesday and are available at kevinwhite.us, globalhopeindia.org, and everywhere podcasts are available worldwide. Find the complete archive of all broadcasts at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free on Kevin's YouTube channel. And never miss a broadcast. Remembering the true generosity of God from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. Visit kevinwhite.us today. For over 20 years, Global Hope India has been empowering the church in India as they make Christ known. Visit globalhopeindia.org and learn how you can pray, give and go. Over 1,000 people have served on one of GHI's short-term mission trips to India. Now you can join a virtual mission team to India. Visit globalhopeindia.org today because everyone should have access to hear about Jesus. Okay, now back to the show. You got to intern for how long were you there the first trip? I think like two and a half months. Okay, wow, that's a good amount of time. And living with a family, what was yeah. it like having to think about like the last week there, I, like just processing that your time was coming to an end? What was God putting on your heart at that time? I was definitely had mixed feelings about it. I mean, I was like ready to go home mm-hmm. and see my family. I was ready to finish up college. I mean, I came in between my junior and senior year of college at that point. And so I was ready to go back to college, finish out and see what's next. But there's that bittersweetness. I got to really know the kids in their children's home. Really, you know, in, in living at New Life wasn't just the, the family. It was like the whole ministry, all the staff. I was li- doing life with them constantly. Yeah. So that was really hard because, you know, I had spent all my days, you know, teaching in the school, spending my afternoons playing with the kids and joining in their evening prayer times and all this stuff. And so that was a hard, that's kind of hard because you've built those relationships. You know that you may never see them again. You don't know when you will, you know, so that it was like good, but like definitely that bittersweetness. Right. Yeah. Were there some funny or, in, or just fun stories or highlight moments from that first trip that you care to share? Oh, yes. <laughs> I actually have so many stories from that trip. It was mainly stories are centered around the kids in the school because they were constantly doing something that was really amusing. So my first probably week that I was teaching in the school during their kind of like tiffin break, their breakfast break, they all would swarm to wherever I was and ask me every question on their mind. Like, where are you from? How many members are in your family? One of the funny questions they asked was, what village are you from? They seemed to think I was from India or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, um, I live in a different country. <laughs> well, I guess that would help them learn English if you make them ask you everything in English. <laughs> they just have to learn new questions. Exactly. And I mean, they would help each other ask the questions like, so, ma'am, <laughs> you know, and, and they would ask. Building one at a time, just add a word, mad with it. <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of funny stories. I mean, 
and there were some interesting times like me teaching a Hindi class I actually did I don't know <laughs> Hindi but I taught a Hindi class multiple times that was always fun what I did is I turned it around and I had the kids teach me so I was like okay I don't know anything you do so you can mm -hmm. practice by teaching me there and you so you know that was always humorous because I said things wrong I said the wrong word <laughs> you know almost every day there was something humorous that happened <laughs> it just sounds like you were connected and there was an easy connection with these kids and and so when you left and and you got back to america what what was that like i know you went back to india so what did that look like in that time period of getting back to making a choice to return well i finished college and i started working a job i i worked actually uh, several different jobs I don't know. I, I knew I wanted to come back to India. And I actually had looked into long-term options, like working with a mission organization in India. Those doors just kept closing and closing and closing. And so I really felt discouraged about the whole thing. And I thought, well, maybe this is just not going to happen ever. I don't know. And then in 2016, end of 2016, like September, I got a phone call or an email actually that turned into a series of phone calls. So at the time, Samantha was in as the like trips manager. Mm -hmm. And so she talked to me about, do you want to lead a short term team? And I was like, well, I'm not really in a position to do that. I'm about to move. And so I'm going to be in a different location. I don't have a way to put a team together right now. So then she gave me the option of coming over, basically doing an internship type thing. And there was this opportunity to come and work with multiple teams. And so I thought about it for, I don't know, probably a few days. And I was like, okay, I got to do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I was like, this is a, you know, one of those once in a lifetime opportunities. I just, ha I have to go back. I talked to one of my sisters and she was like, you know what? You have unresolved things when it comes to India. You, you need to go back. You need to figure this out. You need to figure out what is God calling you to do. So there I was. I came back. <laughs> what was your second trip? You were leading teams. What? How long were you there or were you intended to be there? So I was there closer to like three months. So mm -hmm. June, July, most of August. And I worked with multiple teams and all of them were doing very different things. My purpose was kind of like... I was kind of being Kevin's right arm, kind of, and because we had large teams coming in and we split the teams and I would work with one and Kevin and Justin went with the other half. So we kind of tag teamed that thing. So I kind of functioned in that sort of role type thing and just worked with them. I don't know. I guess it was kind of like the, a hostess or something. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Making sure that if, they all were okay. Well, if you've been to India one time, you're a professional when it comes to trips. Yes. <laughs> you are put in charge. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Overall, all of your trip experience, how has God used missions to change your life? This is the fun part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to get into it, but I want you to share your story. So yeah, take it away. <laughs> While I was preparing for my second trip, Mm-hmm. I mean, literally just like months into preparing. I was maybe not not even halfway into that. 
I got into contact with this guy from India <laughs> and we became friends. And then when I came to India, I spent the first month working with teams. And then I was going to shift to being at New Life for, for like five weeks, I think. So in between that, I took a break for like a weekend and I was able to meet this guy's family. They came to see me and we got to explore some cool places in Hyderabad. At the same time, I was also, you know, in working with these teams, that also had a lot of shaping to do with like, not just like in, in altering my mindset and showing me here's what I could be doing long-term. And those are still things, those are still dreams right now. Those are still there, but I haven't gotten there yet. So I'll back up a little bit because when I was working with the teams, the first team we worked, we were in Mumbai. We were working with children from whose, most of whom their moms were from the red light district. We also did Bible studies with women who were actually workers in the red light district. Then we also were working with some kids that were in their children's homes. That was an interesting part of the trip because when I came to India the first time, on the academic side, because for my school, I was using it as a college internship. So on the academic side, my professor had me like reading up on like sex trafficking and sexual abuse and things like that. So that was like my focus on the academic side for that trip. And so the second time I came, it was like, well, here I am, I'm actually working right. like right with these very people that I studied about in my first trip. And the first trip was more like focused on, here's how we prevent this stuff from happening. We, we educate kids so mm -hmm. that that does not become their reality. And then the second trip, it's like, now I'm looking at, here's what happens if you don't have these experiences, you don't have that education, you don't have those resources. And so it was really kind of like full picture here. Like yeah, this you is what I do. a lot. Yeah. 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 So that was really awesome for me. We were in Mumbai. Then we went to New Life for a couple of weeks. And I was mainly just doing like a, a VBS type program. And then we came to Hyderabad. And in Hyderabad, they have, you know, so many things going on. I ended up staying for a couple of extra weeks past the time that the team was there. And the team was doing like volleyball camps, which I'm not a volleyball player, but I still pitched it. I was able to teach some basic stuff. <laughs> so I ended up staying there for a couple more weeks. They have like a, a Bible college. And I actually had the opportunity to teach in the Bible college, which was really awesome. My degree is actually in biblical studies. So it was like right there in my line of work that I wanted to do. And I loved it. I was like, this is what I want to do forever. I just want to teach. <laughs> I mean, you got your experience teaching in 2013. I see exactly. how God is just preparing so it's just like this the best is yet to come, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the first trip definitely prepared me for the second trip. And the yeah. second trip, I don't know where that's going to take. I still don't know. You know, I have ideas, but acting on those things hasn't happened yet. But I've only been back in India for two years, so. Right, yeah. I've got so let's get to yeah. that, because you haven't, so you haven't opened juice, up the, the gift <laughs> so for our audience yet. Boy and his yeah, family, so they came to Hyderabad. 
<laughs> and so I got to meet up with them. His family is great. They welcomed me immediately. They thought it was really awesome. Actually, I'm a pastor's kid, which to them was like, whoa, <laughs> this is cool, <laughs> you know? And that helped a lot, I think, in that whole transition. Later on, when I was at New Life, he came up for a few days and stayed at New Life. And he jumped in too and helped teach classes. <laughs> Which so, I'm sure made your heart just throb. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he loves kids. He loves working in children's ministry. He had been like a Sunday school teacher and children's mm -hmm. leader in his church for a long time, ever since he was in high school. So that's totally his thing. To have him come up to New Life and spend some time getting to know the kids there and working in the school, working with the uh, children in the children's home, it was like a blast for him. He loved it. After that, I came back to the U.S. We continued to get to know each other. And then a year later, I came back to India. We actually got engaged at that point. And then in 2019, we actually got married. And I came to India. And now I'm living here <laughs> full time. And we have a baby on the way. So lots of things have changed. Lots and lots of things have changed. Congratulations. <laughs> has changed your life yes <laughs> yes radically changed yes. completely changed <laughs> yeah so mm -hmm. yeah praise god what a story and it's still being written i mean i wish that yeah. we could you once a month for the next mm -hmm. years of your life i'm so excited to live to you vicariously but wow i mean what do you even say to someone that was in your shoes in 2013 that's being offered a chance to go to india what looking back on what eight years what do you tell that person <laughs> and there's like actually so many things I could say the biggest thing would be like first of all do it go mm -hmm. experience life outside of the U.S. you know I think everyone everyone should have that experience of getting out of the bubble that we end up in in a comfortable stuff in America and just get out of that and meet someone who's different from you that's a good thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. It will change your life. Whether you end up staying in the United States for the rest of your life after that, or it radically changes your life and you end up overseas, like regardless, it's an awesome experience and it will change your life. It will change your heart. It will change your whole mindset on, I think the biggest shift was, you know, I already, you know, God was already moving in my heart already before I came to India the first time and showing me how to love the people that he made and loves. Mm -hmm. And then coming here and learning how to do that, actually doing that in a context that's so different, that changes you. You don't go away from that without something being different in your heart and your soul and your mind. Yeah, so I say, go for it. <laughs> that would be like the biggest thing, just go for it, go do it. Be flexible because like we were talking about earlier, you plan things and God laughs. He changes them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you might be expecting you're going to do one thing. And especially if you're in a country like India, where things are rapidly changing all the time, it just culture wise, that's just a thing. It's like, oh, well, today we're going to go do this. Oh, I thought we were going to do that. It's just always changing like that. So especially in that context, being flexible, being open, I think really having a, um, a mindset that's like, you know what, you wake up in the morning, you say, God, 
what do you have for me to do today? What do you want me to learn? Mm-hmm. And just go with it. I, love I think, you know, that's what I had to learn in that is like, ah, well, all right, what are we going to do today? Mm-hmm. And not have those, you know, expectations because expectations will, I think if you have too high of expectations or you have expectations that these things are going to happen, then you're more likely to run into like that culture shock big time. You will have so much culture shock versus like if you're more, hey, I, I just want to do what what God wants me to do for today. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to learn what he wants me to learn. And having that flexibility, that flexible attitude really goes a long way in preventing you from being so overwhelmed by everything going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. One thing, a theme of, of the word of, or of the interview that it sounds like that you are really great at is just being available mm-hmm. and, you're, mm-hmm. and you're inspiring others to just be available. And you could have said no to returning to India. You could have said no to going the first time. You could have said no to all the changes, but you had the heart of just being available to God and he is still writing mm-hmm. that story. Yeah. That's really exciting. Thank you for sharing. It's been an honor to get to hear it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's an honor to share it. Well done, Jessica. I just love your witness. So many people need the freedom that you're describing. You didn't really use that word, but flexibility is one of the tests of if we're free, if we've set God free. And I love your word, flexibility, and Courtney's word, available. They, they both partner well together. Mm-hmm. I desire that for our audience, that I just would love for you to close out the show just praying a spirit of flexibility over me and Courtney and everyone in the audience that we would really be so free and set God free that we would live out day by day just being flexible and letting the Spirit of God take us where He knows best and to do what He knows best. And I admire your your flexibility and where it's brought you, and I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. But would you just pray over our audience? Dear Lord, I just, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the the opportunity you've given us to just sit down and, and talk about what you've done. Lord, this is not really my story. It's your story and how you're working out things in my life. But I, I pray that you would speak to everyone who's listening, that you would touch hearts, that you would bring people to a realization that, um, that serving you, being available to serve you is the most important thing they could ever do in their life other than following you mm-hmm. and believing in you. Lord, I pray that you would continue to work in my heart, work in Kevin's heart, work in Courtney's heart to be available for the things that you call them to do, mm-hmm. to be flexible and ready to learn whatever you have. Lord, I pray that for everyone in the audience, Lord, that you would speak to each of us, that you would touch our hearts, that you would work in us, that you would help us to be available and attentive to learning what you have for us today or next year or, you know, throughout our lives, that we would just be available, Lord, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to live in that freedom of handing things over to you and being um, open to whatever you have. Just bless each of us that you would continue to work in our lives, that you would help us to honor you and glorify you in everything Mm -hmm. we do and say. 
I also especially ask your blessing on just the world, Lord, where so many things are going on right now. And I pray that you would bring healing, mm -hmm. that you would bring freedom from all of the sickness things that are going on, all the stresses, all the discomforts and frustrations, Lord, that you would bring um, freedom and healing into that and that you would bring us to a point where we can serve you no matter what's going on and be open to what you have us to do now and in the future. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So for over 20 years, I've said that on my first trip to India, God planted part of my heart in India. I'm sure you can mm -hmm. resonate with that. But I just am blessed to hear this story of how mm -hmm. uh, you've gone from, from that first trip to allowing God to use missions to bring you your life's mate. And to now mm -hmm. you are a part of giving birth to India. God bless you and your husband, your baby. And we're mm -hmm. praying for you and the delivery in a few months. We'll see you again yeah. soon on Missions mm -hmm. Changed My Life. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is a copyright of Global Hope India. All rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. For missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.